Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and as always, again, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. It's good to be back. Took a week off. I You left me to my own devices, so I made a miniature painting video, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that. If you like what you saw, even though I know that the end of it kind of crapped out a little bit, the cam- camera didn't do exactly what I wanted. Um, but if you guys enjoyed that, let us know. Maybe we'll do another one whenever you know one of us goes on vacation or something. <laughs> um, got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're going to be talking about Suicide Squad. Oh, correct, correction. The, the Suicide Squad. Um, and kind of our thoughts on that. So there will be some spoilers for that later. Uh, we're also going to talk probably a little bit about What If, Marvel's new series. Um which they're kind of one-off things, and they're not canon anyway, so I don't feel bad spoiling them. They're going to be. Yeah, they might be. No, that's what Kevin Feige? 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 Yeah, he's, Feige? He's, he's led us astray before. We'll see, we'll see what actually <laughs> happens. Um, but, yeah, uh, so those have been really interesting, too. Um, before we get that, let's get some business out of the way. Please like and subscribe. Click the little bell icon down at the bottom. Uh, that way you're alerted every time we release a YouTube video. If you're on Apple iTunes, just make sure you subscribe and follow to us there as well. We do appreciate that. And if you'd like to support the show, you can check out patreon.com slash nerdsfriends. Yeah, you could help us uh, buy some new mic cables, which apparently we need. Yeah, we had yeah. to jerk off this one for a while. Yeah, hopefully it's just a mic cable, not the actual roadcaster. Nah, this, this butte's too new. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's do some nerdy confessions because we didn't, I didn't get to do any last week, and so I have some built up where we confess the things that make us nerds. Christian, lead us off. Since we're uh, doing some James Gunn Suicide Squad, uh, my nerdy confession is I've never seen um, Super. So it's called Super with... Um, with Rain Wilson? Yes. And I watched it the other day. Um, I had no idea that it was a James Gunn movie until it started and his name was, like, everywhere. I really liked it. It was, it was pretty... It was, it was a dark comedy. It was, yeah. It was interesting to see Elliot Page, you know, prior transition. And, um, like, I'm wondering, like, the... Perfor- pre, Pre-Elliot? Yes, pre-Elliot. <laughs> and, like, you know, she... I don't Have you seen it? I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen it, but I don't really care either. Like... I guess I won't go into it, but uh, what I did want to say... that came out, like, ten years ago. It's fine. You can ruin it. She basically rapes <laughs> Dwight... And I was like, holy shit. Like, I wonder how Elliot feels about that now. Feels, um, r- feels right at home. Probably. Well, um, welcome to the, the male side. <laughs> oh, dude, just probably. Yeah, he, he, sorry. He might catch some heat for that now. Maybe. Yeah. They can dig up tweets. Maybe they can dig that up. 
that's the other thing is like you know I remember when James Gunn got in trouble for tweets he had done yeah because of like some jokes that weren't that funny he definitely in 2000 he told like a fan to go kill themselves or something wasn't it I I thought he did questionable jokes that were like pretty not okay which there was a lot of stuff in the movie it's fine it was the 90s <laughs> everyone's crazy stuff well it was 2011 that's basically the 90s. But he definitely threw some jokes out there. I'm like, oh, yeah, he, he there's no way he would have done that. Like, recently, he would have gotten in trouble for right. it. But I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it's not hard to imagine James Gunn might have tweeted some wild shit. But I get it. When you're not that famous, you know, you take some risk. And right. You're like, oh, I'm going to say some wild shit. Like, what are they going to do, cancel the two movies I had done? Yeah, God help us if one of us becomes famous. Oh, we're fucked. Yeah. In particular, <laughs> early episode. <laughs> Whew. There was uh, some questionable content in there. And I think that that's one thing that I think a lot of people need to understand is, and trust me, like we, I don't consider us comedians, but we're in we're in the comedy realm, right? This is a fun show. We 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 take a lighthearted approach to everything. I will literally do anything for a laugh, you know, even if it's just a laugh that I'm anticipating from the crowd, right? And so, um, I think a lot of people don't understand that that when someone like James Gunn is tweeting something like that out. That's what he's trying for. And if it lands or not, or if, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, up to fate basically. But, uh, you know, you gotta, you know, it's gonna you'll be, never, you'll never have guardians of the galaxy. If you don't throw a couple things out, it's going to be stand up comedians who are going to keep freedom of speech going. Right. And it's going to be dudes like Bill Burr who yeah. just, he still says some wild shit, yeah. but he's the type of dude who can say it. And you're like, Kind of makes sense what he's fucking saying. Like, kind right. of argue against it. Dave Chappelle, I think, just is such a legendary status where he he does say some shit that, like, any other person would get this dude canceled, but it's Dave Chappelle and, like, you know, the guy's a fucking legend. Well, and I think, you know, cancellation or cancel culture, whatever, you know, what he, whatever you want to call it, it, it really is rooted in the people who like to do cancel culture, right? So if your fan base is outside of that, you know, maybe small, maybe gigantic, but vocal portion of the internet, then it doesn't affect you. Dave Chappelle fans are not going to be like, mm, I don't know about that. You know, that transsexual joke he said, you know, <laughs> 10 years ago, that, that, that 10 kind of years ago, or it wasn't that <laughs> Couple was years ago. five years ago, four years ago, whatever it was. He's like, I don't know if, you know, if that I'm going to be a Dave Chappelle fan. No, they're going to be like, Oh, Dave Chappelle, he's the fucking man. He's everything he says is golden. So they're just going to keep listening to it. Um, what was the guy, Tony uh, Hitch, Hinchcliffe? Hinchcliffe, yeah. Wasn't, fam wasn't famous enough to get away with the shit he said. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Which I feel like, dude, like, again, the context of that other comedian. When well, he honestly, though, like, yes, they made, there was an article written about it and people made a big deal about it. But I think most Tony Hinchcliffe fans are still going to go see him. And also context is everything. I saw the full clip. I was like, oh, dude, well, yeah, if you just cut this one part, it sounds really bad. Right. But like, Or you transcribe it like they do in a lot of things. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, dude, like, here's a new Louis C.K. joke transcribed out in the New York Times. It's like, well, that's not how it was meant to be, <laughs> you know, experienced. I think he's up and uh, doing stand-up again, not in the U.S., obviously. He's, no, he's yeah. been doing it in the U.S., too. I, I would go watch him. Yeah, I totally would too. He's super funny. And I think, you know, and and maybe I'm wrong because, like, again, I, I wasn't there, so I don't know the full extent of what Louis C.K. did. But in his case, at least what I've heard, like, amongst the people we've 
had to cancel like like the Bill Cosby's. Oh, but and, he fucking deserved it. Like right, a hundred percent. And that's what I'm saying is like I think in the grand scheme of things, I think Louis C.K. While yes, he's kind of a creeper. Like if you listen to his jokes, we knew this, right? Like that's, <laughs> he was telling us all this fucking. All he was along. telling us the entire time. It's not like a Bill Cosby where it came out of left field and you're like, oh shit, he's a rapist. And that that's not really what Louis C.K. did, you know. So I think that. Um, I'm okay with going back and seeing him. But again, you know, I wasn't there. So, you know, if something else... Was it out. creepy? Totally fucking creepy. Was yeah. it weird? Totally fucking weird. Right. But, I mean, he was kind of asking for consent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, like, was, he was... Can kind of- I jerk off in front of you? Right. No? Okay, not going to do it. The one that really gets me is the one over the phone. Like, <laughs> just hang up. I There's a lot of people that I don't I'm want to talk okay on I'm not okaying his behavior. I'm, yeah, I'm I know. Not, it's, it was fucking dumb and stupid and weird and creepy. Yeah. I just think that people overreacted a little bit to it. I mean, it's like you hear his jokes and you, and then someone's like, oh, he asked All, to masturbate in front of a girl. I was like, yeah, I fucking I believe that. Like, yeah. Oh, 100%. And what, 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 are you, what are you getting at? <laughs> of course he did. He's Louis C.K. I think Aziz got the short end of the stick on it too. He survived it. Yeah. Well, he, well, for a while he had. I mean, he he did go on the low down for a while, and then he came back and dude, he was ballsy. He did a stand up show where he talked about it. Right. I'm like, that was probably well, the smartest thing. To I do. I would, uh, you know, listening to the story that that he told, um, basically just had a bad date, and uh, that one I could see going either way though. I can imagine him being creepy and maybe like shoving someone's head to his crotch it's like whoa maybe, maybe they didn't want to do that well, we've all we've all done that maybe once or twice right it's in the in the spirit of the moment <laughs> so uh what was your nerdy confession i don't even remember now. <laughs> fuck we got so off topic uh, uh super it was good oh okay watch it um there was a lot of funny <laughs> stuff in it oh, only, i don't want to ruin the jokes only the you don't want to ruin the jokes but we just talked about cancel culture yeah i know <laughs> 15 minutes all right uh my nerdy confession is um, actually, yeah, my nerdy confession is, um, you know, it's actually related to the show. How about that? Okay. So um, we put out the episode where we fix He-Man. Mm-hmm. We got some uh, negatory comments about it. Did, Did we? Where? I didn't read them. Uh, they're all over Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I think that, Wait, tell me, cause, or else I'm going to fucking go look at him right now. No, it kind of, it kind of relates to what we were talking about, right? Where I think there's like a, a, a vocal minority of people who, who like to be involved in things. We got a lot of, you know, like, Hey, you know, cause, cause the title for the, uh, the episode two weeks ago now, if you're listening to this now, um, was, you know, we fix masters of the universe Re- revelation, right? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> So but now hearing it, like, oh, people might have some feelings. It's fine. But but the, the, if you actually listen to the episode, we talk about, like, there are definitely parts of the show we liked. and But there definitely were some things that we thought could be improved upon. And those are the changes. Which we I stand up. by or better than what we oh, got. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, um, I will double down on it. Yeah, I'll double down. Like, we would make a better show than Kevin Smith. It's fine, though. Because um, it's fine if people disagree. But, like, we got all these things like... Oh, just another couple of misogynists just, like, trying to, uh, you know, nothing's wrong with the show. It's perfect, you know? And then, like, I was like, well... No, I I would... I was like, I'm like, that's your opinion, but, you know, uh, we just thought that there were things that could have made, like, longtime fans of it 
a, a lot happier. I guarantee you that person didn't even listen to the episode. Oh, 100%. Because one of our things was like, yeah, keep Tila, you know, the main character mm-hmm. and just don't have He-Man die. And right. it could still be like, dude, like, what's wrong with that? Well, I think I think I, I I don't remember if it was you or me who came up with this idea, but the idea of having like a parallel storyline where you see Adam in uh, heaven or whatever it was, and um, and then you're also following Tila getting the band back. That was yours. Her. Okay. Mine was He-Man good losing idea. his powers, and then that was a good one too. And then they just continue that way, and he's like now like. He's having to learn how to deal without being powers, and she's like teaching him, like, "Well, you don't need fucking powers. Like, this right. is what you can do to be a hero." Still. Exactly. I think both of those ideas are super valid, and it's not like we're saying like Tila's a dumb character. No one said uh, that. I, I hate, I hate women. We did, we didn't say any of that. So all these people are just reading the title and assuming what we were talking about. And then it was funny. One of them was even like, "Well, you know, my parents never let me watch it back in the '80s. They said it was too violent." And I'm like, "Oh, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like, first of all. It was a Saturday morning cartoon that had zero blood in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, your parents were a bunch of squares um, and obviously didn't love you enough because you're out there hating on the internet. But, yeah, we got a lot of that. Then we got a couple of the positive, like, uh, he was like, don't listen to those guys. I listened to the episode. It was great. You guys made some excellent points. So there's a mixed bag of there. But it's just – it's so funny to uh, – See, I'm always on Twitter, so I don't see the, the, the YouTube ones and the Facebook ones. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Now – I'm going to have to go in there and start attacking people. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty funny. I try to, you You're know. You're too nice. Well, my whole thing is, and I think that maybe maybe this is, I don't know if this is right or wrong or what, but I, tr- I always try to engage in a, a civil, logical discussion with anyone. And some people are just dumb. And, you know, they have misspellings all over their fucking comments. <laughs> so, you know, I don't make fun of them for being an uh, illiterate dumbass. But, you know, I do. Yeah. But I go in there and be like, well, actually, if you listen to it, what we said, we didn't we didn't do anything like what you were talking about. You're just inferring that from other people's takes on it. So, yeah, you know, I think it's a minority confession is I do read your comments and (laughs) And uh, they do hurt sometimes. No, they don't hurt. They don't they don't hurt, especially if they're if they're ones where it was like, you know, they obviously haven't watched it or listened to the full episode or what. Because I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, if you're not going to listen to it and you're just going to comment, your opinion is invalid. So we watched all of He-Man uh, or Masters of the Universe Revelation. And, you know, I've you and me, I think we've watched most of, if not all, of the original one. So it's like, you know, I feel like we have pretty solid opinions on it. You know, I'm wondering if we can get these people to rage listen. Okay. Just be like, oh, actually, I said some terrible shit. <laughs> Like, you probably can't handle it. Don't go and listen. Cause, yeah, uh, I'm going to title this episode, Why Women Don't Belong in the Suicide Squad. There we go. <laughs> That'd be a great one. Get, <laughs> get those eyeballs on here. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's it's funny because I've, I've been trying to experiment around with that, trying to get more, like, uh, catchy thumbnail titles and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I guess it comes with the territory. But it's pretty funny. So I guess that – God damn, these fucking fruit flies are – Sorry, guys. It's, yeah, for yeah. anyone watching – Christian's funny. not stroking out. He's just having, he's, there's just fruit flies everywhere. There's fucking someone on the other suite or studio just left something out and it got in the vents and now we're swatting fucking fruit. Like, reminds me of Mexico, I guess. He's yeah. fucking swatting away flies. It's like those little kids in Africa. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for Nerdy Confessions. We're going to take a quick break where we take a word from our sponsors. And then we'll come back and we're going to be talking a little bit about the Suicide Squad and a little bit of what if, too. We'll be right back. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. All right, let's briefly touch on Marvel What If, because I think Suicide Squad we're going to talk a little bit longer about. Um, so let's not do heavy spoilers on Marvel What If. Okay. Does that sound good? What are your overall opinions of it so far? Um, I really like the second episode. Um it was, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, you can tell, it's basically, uh, uh, what if, what if T'Challa or, you know, Black Panther became Star-Lord? Yes. Yeah. And, and then uh, the first one was, what if, uh, Peggy Carter became Captain Carter? People, like a super, some super people soldier. were pissed about that episode. About the Peggy Carter one? Yes. I like that one. You know, it was good, but people were like, everyone, like, Marvel was so quick to replace, uh, Falcon as, a. As Captain America, I'm like well, they basically want anyone except a white man to be Captain America. <laughs> I get it. No, like they were just like they took it away from Falcon. I'm like, well, no. I mean, no, he just signed on for the fourth movie. Yeah, it's, so it's, it was just kind of weird. Like Marvel's so quick to take away uh, the black man from being Captain. I was like, well, I the mean, whole point of the series is stuff that isn't canon. So calm, calm your tits. Which again, Kevin Feige says it is going to go. Well, it, it will tie into the Marvel Universe because well, I mean, the all of the, universes. All of these what-ifs are apparently dealing with the fallout of Loki. Yes, you know, they're exactly. All different so universes. that they still count. So in that sense, they are canon, but, but canon um, in other universes. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. It was cool. Um, and then just seeing... It was very, very sad hearing Chadwick Boseman again. No, that was that was super sad. And like, But I really enjoyed what they did with him as a character, and it's like... They really shat on uh, Peter Chris Quill. Pr- yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, dude, he's a shitty Star Lord in comparison. <laughs> yeah, because Chadwick Boseman's like the best guy in the galaxy. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Everyone's all about him. Um, Digimon Hansu was amazing in that episode too. Who? The guy from the beginning, who? Oh, the soldier that wanted to join who, him. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was great. Yeah, Digimon yeah. Hansu. I didn't even know he can do like comedic stuff like that oh I was yeah surprised. he was amazing because he's, awesome. he's always playing like a hard like mercenary guy right exactly um one okay, i'll do one tiny well one spoiler okay t'challa was able to stop thanos with a conversation yeah he just talked him out of it <laughs> he charmed him out of it. he's like oh you know well i just i talked to star lord and you know he brought up some great brought points. Up some great points <laughs> And uh, maybe I didn't have to fucking kill half the universe. I love that through the entire episode, he was kind of defending it. He's still defending Look, it's not genocide, okay? It's random. It's, it's random. It's super efficient. <laughs> Which, on a technicality, I'm like, it's not. he's not yeah, killing he's, he's not one wrong. type or of race or yeah, gender. a little bit or, of everybody. It was just every, so. Yeah, he's not a, wrong. He's not wrong on a technicality. I'm not uh, saying he was right, but yeah. he wasn't wrong 
on the point he was making. <laughs> I think the animation style is really interesting. Um, it's kind of like a cell shaded CG um, type of animation. I really liked it, and I don't know if the physics was really good or some of the stuff was motion cap because the physics looked really good. Right? Yeah, the all the action looked really good. Yeah, you know. Um, also, I really want the giant buff Peggy Carter just to hold me, just that, to squeeze you tenderly, just to, just to be the big spoon. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be nice? I kept waiting for her to do that to Steve Rogers, like as a little boy. Like, just, ah, I'll save you, Steve. I thought that was interesting, like, either that Steve Rogers was a lot taller or Peggy just, like, shrank. Because, like, when they would stand next to each other, they were kind of almost the same height. And I'm like, oh, no, no, she would have. She would, She was towering over him in the movie when he was. When yeah, he was, like, well, well, that was one thing that I don't think they conveyed super well in that was, like, like Steve Rogers went from a tiny, tiny man to a fucking beast of a man with an eight pack. Yeah. And they didn't like, they made her a little bigger and they gave her slightly bigger arms, but like, I mean, they didn't have the, the shirt off scene like they always do with, with the dudes, but like, she didn't look like ripped. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that was just a stylistic choice or what, but, um, I could have used some more muscles. I wanted Peggy to be buff and swole. Um, but yeah, I liked, I've liked both of them so far. It's kind of interesting how, you know, you definitely have to have seen the movies that they're based on for any of it to make sense, really, because they do breeze through plot points really quickly. Yeah, that's actually one of the, like slight complaint is I wish they were longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's fine. Like even with how short it is, they they still do well. That's kind of how stuff. the what if comics always were, though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They they understand that like okay, you've probably read Captain America comics, so when we have this what if Captain America you have a foundation of who he is and what he's been through kind of thing. So I, I think that's kind of what they were um, going for with this one. Um, and uh, I think that it's, you know, I'm excited to see some of the, the further, you know, ones that they've done. done. I don't, I don't know what, um, I know Marvel Zombies is coming, right? Which I read all those comics and I know they're not going to go as dark or as oh, bloody not, as yeah. it was in the comics. Definitely not. It's Disney plus. It's going to be neutered. <laughs> But um, I'm excited to see what they do with it. And then um, what are some other ones? That, like, I know there's a Doctor Strange or well, Spider-Man. Sp- Spider-Man is like both Spider-Man and the Doctor Spider Strange. Supreme or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see that. They get most of the original voice cast, not all of them. Uh, like in the Black Panther one, it was basically everyone except for Peter Quill. At the right. End. You know? Which I'm surprised, like that they got like Kurt Russell, and they, yeah. you can't get Kurt Chris Russell Pratt. for like two scenes or one one scene. scene. Yeah, and actually, I was telling Cody, like I was like, they couldn't get Benicio del Toro, and I was like, no, they did. He was just doing a not the collector's voice. Yeah, I was like, oh, I had no fucking idea that was him. <laughs> got Josh Brolin too to do Thanos, and that was sick. Um, but yeah, really good so far. I'm really, I'm really enjoying them. I think uh, if you're a fan of Marvel, um, you should definitely check them out. Um, Plus, you know, their cartoons are short and easy to digest, and each one is its own story. So they might tie in together later on. We don't know yet. But um, one thing I've found that's kind of interesting about them is that each, aside from having, like, the big, like, character switch, which we've seen in both of them so far, you know, Black Panther being Star-Lord, Peggy Carter being Captain America, um, there's also, like, like the big... um, the big goal in each one of them is different. Slightly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in the the Captain Carter one, there was like some um, you know, tentacle monster from another dimension coming through the portal. Like 
that was not. It actually reminded me a lot of um, what you call it, um, Hellboy, like from that movie. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, same yeah, creature yeah, that was yeah. in the first one. I think it's that um, the. Uh, it reminded me of that. What's that guy uh, from Marvel versus Capcom, the starfish alien dude? Oh uh, yeah, it's with the Y. Uh, uh, Yamagora or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, Yamagora. Something, something like that. Um, yeah, and then in the uh, uh, Gardens of Galaxy Black Panther one, um, the uh, you know the thing they're after is this like seed that can like basically you'd be able to feed ter- terraform a planet with just a little pinch of it kind of. And thing. you can like grow food, and it it fixes the problem that Thanos has. Like there isn't enough resources. This would have given enough resources to the whole universe. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that's, I mean, that's kind of an, an interesting, um, you know, an interesting take. I wonder if that's all going to lead to something different. You know what I mean? Um, it'd be interesting to see if that, um, leads somewhere other than just like, oh, we just didn't want to do exactly the same as before. I think it will. I think it's going to be in, uh, the multiverse or the Doctor Strange, the madness one. It's probably going to be like maybe so a little little, little bits. parts of it. Shumagorath. There we go. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to be a big bad guy. That'd be kind of cool. Just a weird. A weird. I don't space know if they're going to bring him in too soon because he's kind of similar to Starro, which yeah. was in Suicide Squad, which we'll get into. But yeah. Speaking of Suicide Squad, why don't we get into it? So uh, this is going to have heavy spoilers for Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. <laughs> By James Gunn. Um, so if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's free on HBO Max right now, which is awesome. Or you could go see it in theater. I'd say it's probably a good movie to see in the theater if you're uh, willing to go out there. Um, it's definitely action-packed and, you know, good cinematic experience. So what do you think of this movie? It was awesome. It was amazing. Um, it was amazing. It was, um, now, so- do you think it's the best DC movie? Ooh, uh, yeah. In the DC I'll, extended I'll fucking say universe? It, yeah, for sure. It yeah. was the one I was the most entertained by. Yeah, I'd say for me, like, I I think we talked about this before. I really enjoyed the Snyder Cut. Um, but I think as an original movie, like, not this crazy four-hour thing on HBO Max that will never happen again. I well, think they're, if you're looking at the theatrical releases, this is by far the best well, one. Well, they're trying to get Ayar. Is it Ayar or Ayer? The Ayer David cut. Ayer. They're trying to get his cut for the nah, original. No one wants to see that. You know, I said that about... The Snyder cut, and yeah. I was the first one. Okay, I was fucking wrong. Like so, who knows? But um, so I'm here's fine a, with it. Here's a little here's a little background on Suicide Squad, the 2016 movie that everyone hated. Because um, I I was very interested in it after watching this movie. I'm like, why was this one so much better when that one was such a huge pile of garbage? Um, and you can quote me on that one. It was a piece of shit. Um, and apparently, uh, so when Suicide Squad, the 2016 movie was coming out. Um, it was kind of this dark, brooding drama, you know, very, very dark. You know, the Joker kind of fit better into that scenario, right? And then, um, and then the movie Deadpool comes out, which is an R-rated like comedy, and it just blew the doors off the, the theaters, right? Like everyone loved it. It was making millions of dollars. Because so, it was a great movie. Because it was a great movie. So WB goes to David Ayer, the director, and says, hey, you know, we need to insert more comedy into this. So there's rewrites and reshoots. And then what he came up with was 
this one cut of the movie. But then there's this uh, studio called Trailer Park Studios, who their whole job, as you might be able to assume, is making movie trailers. Yeah, and I think and, I read that they edited the film, right? Yeah, so so they had made like a they had made like the comedic, lighthearted trailer for it, and people seemed to respond to it. So they had Trailer Park and David Ayer each make a cut of the movie, and they test screened it to both. They both test screened it to different audiences to see what they how they reacted. The audience hated both of them. <laughs> so they took they basically took both of those, did even more reshoots, and came out with one final movie which is what we ended up seeing so it's like it makes sense see this is to why me like, like you need to the studio should at times like all right get out of it like let, right. let the artists or the, the the content creators do what they're going to do right and then like maybe like because i feel like they're so far removed from the art process 100 percent. yeah i think you're coming I think in I, and you're ruining what, what they were trying to do i think a lot of big studios do that and um warner brothers i think is probably the worst offender at least from what i've seen maybe it's just because they're more visible with the dc universe and you know harry potter and space jam and things like that right um but i think part of it is that in Marvel, because we let's use them as the the image of good. Because let's face it, they're they're by far the best out there. You do have Kevin Feige. Now Kevin Feige does not he does not come in and write Black Widow or Shang Chi or whatever. He he's not he's not rewriting the movie. He he like has the the expanded vision of the cinematic universe in his head. So I'm sure he's giving notes to the directors like, hey. Do whatever you want, but you have to hit like these three yeah, points. Yeah, makes sense. And that's fine because that's story structure, right? You know, to keep this big universe going. It seems to me like what WB comes in is they come in and say, "Hey, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this." I don't care about the story; just make this these bullet points happen. And that's where you get into like a jumble of a mess, like the first one. Um, so where, I'm assuming what they did on this one. It seems very much like James Gunn had free yeah, free like age. Hey, do your fucking thing. Guardians right. was fucking did, you know, super well. Right. We're just going to trust you to fucking Same thing do with it. Joker. Joker, like, seems like it had very little studio, you know, interference. And people loved that movie. You know what I mean? It was definitely an interesting new take on a character. Um, so I think hopefully they'll learn, and now with the Snyder Cut too, seeing that how people responded, which I think is, you know, generally fairly positive. Um I think a lot of people, uh, hopefully WB will take this as a sign as to maybe we should let, we should hire awesome directors who we like their work and just let them just do Just let them work. do their fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's talk about, let's get into the movie a little bit. So how did you feel about the beginning? <laughs> like the first 10 minutes? Honestly, I was a little bummed out about the weasel because I, I felt, I knew he was going to go out early but i felt like there could have been a lot of potential gags with him that uh, oh yeah in particular with james gunn and like he he well that was played by his brother too Sean. Oh, obviously like he he ran like him like I, dude, he puts him in every movie and yeah you just he was I, two characters in this one he was like another prison prisoner and he was this guy you know and i know his brother has very small parts but everything he's in oh he's I'm great like, I, I i fucking love him like it's yeah. a small part like even in super he was in it he plays like a thug and it's like oh dude it's Awesome to see him in the movie. Yeah. Um, that's awesome that his brother puts him in everything. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that there could have been more slight 
critique. I, I thought there could have been some more great gags with, with Weasel. Right. Um, James Gunn is awesome at taking these characters that people don't really know about and, like, <clears throat> making you care. Right. With the ones that survive. <laughs> well, one thing, too, I think, and if you compare it to the, uh, the first Suicide Squad, <clears throat> where the first, like, I don't know, half hour of the movie is just introduction music videos yeah. of each of the characters, this one, we're instantly thrown into the story with even more characters than the previous one. And in that short amount of time, you got to know who these characters yeah. were. You didn't have to you spend knew, a lot of time. You know, you, you got a feeling of who Javelin was, yep. of who um, TDK was, right? And <laughs> who... Which I was bummed out because I love Nathan Fillion, uh, yeah. man. It's like, Dude, oh. it, his role was perfect. <laughs> it was amazing. What is what is his his, his name's like the... The, the detachable, detachable kid, kid yeah. where his he can detach like any of his body parts yeah. and like remote control them. And so he, when he's like punching the bad guys and he's just like there with yeah, no with arms. His shoulders and he was really just kind of like and slapping then, them. Like. <laughs> they start shooting the arms. He's like, ah! <laughs> it was amazing. And But you get to know these guys so quickly. Um, Pete Davidson's character, Black Knight or whatever his name was. Um, I'm actually glad he died. I don't know why I found him annoying in the movie, but it was fine. It's because he is annoying. He's an annoying <laughs> person, but it's fine. Um, yeah, he. Uh, it, it, so basically, what happens is in the opening of the movie, they're going on this mission onto this beachhead to, of this like you know fictional island, fictional island you know that's a militarized dictatorship, and uh, in the opening scene basically the entire team gets wiped out half the team well the team that we know about yeah except for flag and harley quinn yep um and then you find out that there's a separate team this you know bravo team that they they uh were the real mission and alpha team was just like their um like their distraction kind also, of also i want to say i was bummed out that michael rourke died michael rourke yes yeah died My, so or no michael rooker rooker died so Don early because i love him um, and you know, I was watching it with the misses and, you know, when he's playing with the ball and Savant. he, yeah, and he, he kills the bird. She's like, no, I fucking hate him. And I was like, just cause I had already seen it. Yeah. I watched it twice. And then I was like, just, just wait, you might be okay. Yeah. And then when she sees like, you know, when he dies, his head blows off and the birds eating the brains. Yeah. She was fine with it. So yeah, exactly. Puts more value on animal life than human life. I see. <laughs> I see what's going on here. Um, yeah, it was great. And, and it was you know, it's funny because, like, those are all the people we really saw in the, you know, in the trailers yeah. leading up to it. So I thought there was going to be this huge, huge cast, but really it's a team of, like, five people or something like that, you know. Um, and um, each of the characters was awesome. Like, Idris Elba was amazing. Yeah. As he always is. He's, uh, he's like, probably one of my favorite like actors who's like constantly working. You know, our buddy Jeremy at Age of Radio put out, I saw like he put out a little TikTok video where I guess he was supposed to be um, the Deadpool version of DC. Um, oh, Deathstroke? Yeah. So it was interesting. It's like, oh, that would have been kind of cool. If that would have been, been cool. If it was Deathstroke. And I guess even before that, he was supposed to just replace uh, Will Smith as Deadshot. As Deadshot, yeah. But I guess they were just, they just changed things. And I guess. The well, I think that was kind of part of the joke was that. You know, James Gunn put him in here as a character who's almost exactly who Deadshot is, right? And then she's like, I need someone with your unique set of skills. And then they introduce you to John Cena's character Peace as Peacemaker, Maker. who has the exact same set of skills. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of making fun of the fact that, like, 
okay, the non-superpowered, really good with guns military guy <laughs> is like a, a g- pretty generic role in that world. So I thought that was really funny. I think it was like, I think maybe that was a, a choice by James Gunn to kind of poke fun at the fact oh, that, I'm sure. you know, Destro or Deathstroke, Destro is from G.I. Joe, Deathstroke um, and Deadshot and uh, what's the name? Blood? Bloodsport. Bloodsport are basically the same characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, they all have daughter issues, you know, they all they all are really good with guns and they have Dude, that scene where they were yelling at each other when Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck <laughs> you. That's fuck pretty you. funny. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Um and uh let's talk about John Cena for a second. It was great. Uh amazing. The guy he needs he, to be in more movies. He like I'm calling it right now, in a couple years he's gonna be in just as many movies and just as many quality movies the as Rock. The Rock. Yeah, for sure. He's just got He's got the charisma, he's got the the comedy chops. Like the his deadpan delivery on some stuff was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was so good. Uh, when he let, when they wake up, he says like tidy whities. He's like, why are you in your underwear? Wow, <laughs> oh, uh, dude, and I'm sh- I'm actually wondering if that was a James Gunn thing or if that was him. John Cena's like, hey, yeah. yo, I think it'd be kind of funny if I just come out whitey tidy. I have no idea, but it, it his things were all amazing. I love that he had like the Desert Eagle that was like you know two feet long yeah. kind of thing. Um, uh, and then Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie is, is the best version of Harley Quinn you could possibly ask for. I don't know, man. The cartoon Harley Quinn's pretty good. Well, that's a cartoon. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's one thing to do a voice of someone, but she like, she acts like Harley Quinn. She really embodies the character. And I think, she, you know, they used her great in this movie too. Um, when she murdered the guy, I was like, holy shit. That was so great. I, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I loved it. There was a lot of that in this movie. It was just like, oh, I did not see that coming. Um, Ratcatcher 2, she was great. with um, uh, And her dad was, uh, what's his name? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Which apparently he had a bigger role. Mm. He had James Gunn like, asked him to be in it, and he had a bigger role, but then he had to go and uh, I forgot what movie he was going to do. He Thor? Was gonna, Thor no, Thor. he was going to go direct something else. Ah, oh, it's bugging me. I remember. And then that movie got canceled, and he's like, "Shit, can I come back to the movie?" He's like, "Oh, I already cast someone else." And and James Gunn didn't want to say who it was. He's like, "Because the actor who I picked didn't know that that was Tycho's part." And he's like, "I don't want to make feel yeah. bad." So then he's like, "Oh, I'll just throw you in another part." And that's when he made Ratcatcher one. Oh, interesting, interesting. So who was he supposed to be? Do we know? No, he James Gunn doesn't want to say oh, because he doesn't want to hurt the actor's feelings who got it. Yeah. Ooh, maybe Polka Dot Man. You know which. He I was, loved Pokemon. <laughs> he was fucking great. And you know what's awesome? Like, the actor himself, apparently, yeah. he um, adopted a cat while filming. And then he loved the cat so much, and he loved um, that one of the costume designers actually made a polka dot costume for the cat. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so it has a little jacket and, like, the goggles, and there's pictures of him, like, with the cat. I'm like, dude, it's fucking dope. That's so sick. Yeah, Polka Dot Man was great. I love that he was, like, seeing his mom all the time. That, that was pretty fucking like, funny. Like, in the club. It was just all this, like, middle-aged scientist lady just dancing and with him. And the giant starro, like. Yeah, exactly. Or when it, it's the Suicide Squad and she's dressed up. That actress, whoever played his mom, must have had the best time. She's just like, <laughs> like, oh, we have 20 costume changes for you. And we just need to kind of have you dance in front of this green screen. And then <laughs> stand in front of this other green screen. It must have been great. 
we got King Shark played by Sylvester Stallone. I so I didn't I know it. like they they played that so low key, right? Because like I was when I was watching the movie, I was like that voice sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I'm like I definitely know that voice. And then I looked it up. I was like, Hold, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was great. Now I I going back to the Harley Quinn show. Um, I forget the guy's name. The stand up comedian. Ro- yeah, Rob Funches. Um, he does a great King Shark. He does an amazing King Shark. And I would have loved to have seen that character, but I also love the Sylvester Stallone yeah. one. It, he was just so dumb and lovable. And then, like, you he know. He had a very lovable. I'm terrified of strikes, but he had a very lovable face. Right. Kind of like doll's eyes. <laughs> All black and lifeless. Um, I thought he was great. And, like, the fact that he's like, don't worry, I'll wear a disguise. And he puts it, like, he's like, I have a mustache now <laughs> with his finger in front of his nose. So good. Um and uh, Ratcatcher 2, like, the actress, she was cool. I think that the the best part about her was, like, the the having what the rats did and stuff and having yeah. Idris Elba kind of react to it. Um, that was great. But overall, the – The I, little CG rat was, CG was adorable. Rat was great, yeah. Just trying to give <laughs> Idris Elba a leaf. <laughs> Look, he, he trusts you. He's like, get that thing away from me. <laughs> I, I like when they're at the bar and they, they bring drinks over. She's, and John Cena's like – you forgot one for the rat. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, okay. Drops it down for him. Um, now, the big bad in this movie is Starro, the giant starfish alien from outer space. Yes. That sends out little starfishes and mind controls people. Um, a ri- th- that was the first enemy that the Justice League actually fought oh. in the comic books. The, the first reason they brought together the Justice League was to fight Starro. Um, so it was kind of interesting to see him at show up in this movie um but it worked i think like having this giant ridiculous monster to fight at the end was an awesome addition no it was really creepy too with the stars like i liked how it attached the like the human's Onto faces face. and then you just see the one eye moving around right right and then they all like talk you know everyone talks through it kind of thing um now getting getting into the, the kind of the end of this movie a little bit like, Rick Flag gets killed. I was shocked. I was shocked too, because this was the first time really that like I was like, oh, this character is kind of cool. You know, he's a, he's a cool guy. Like, yeah, now he's not trying to boss him around as much. He's like, right. Oh, we're they a team. went in to save Harley. You know, like they didn't have to go do that. Right. right? He just went in because you know she was part of the team, and then he gets killed by Peacemaker. I was I was very shocked by that. Well, when he first like stabs him, I'm like, oh, he's gonna survive it somehow. Like maybe it's just like. A wound, but then you see like he pushes it, and you see it go into yeah, his they heart. Yeah, do the Mortal Kombat like X-ray vision. Yeah, like, oh, like, oh. Like, no, he's dead. He like, is dead. Um, so yeah, that's kind of surprising. I wonder what's going to happen with you know if they do another one of these things, which I hope they do. I as long as they kind of do that same formula that James Gunn did, um, I think that um, they could really make this make a new suicide squad with a new team even you know because most of these characters were new except for harley quinn and flag and boomerang and boomerang who immediately gets killed also which i was bummed at because actually i did like him in the first one yeah this jay courtney yeah except except he only threw like three boomerangs he threw more in this one or i guess threw like two i think yeah he only threw like one or two um but uh and then uh what's her face um amanda waller 
Um, so you, there's only um, been like that was the the one in charge, right? Right, right. Viola Davis. She plays an amazing like she's bitch. Well, she's like kind of a good guy, but she's still also like a fucking villain. Like she does not care. Yeah, she she like does not have any sort of value on human life kind of thing. No. Whatever ne- whatever she needs to do to get the job done is what she does. Yeah, and I was like, dude, that, that, I, I love her character. She's great. She's great. And, like, I like that the supporting team around her eventually, like, knocks her out. Yeah. When she's about to – she was about to blow up, like, uh, Bloodsport or something like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think they could very easily make more of these movies um, where they – rotate the team around but now rick flag's not there it'll be interesting to see who they have kind of take control of the team you know maybe idris elba will come back or he's technically free i mean he has that well i don't know how they can hold him against doing stuff now because he has the evidence that it was u.s that had Mm -hmm. starro so or was backing all that stuff up right well maybe you know maybe there'll be a threat that he genuinely wants to be a part of you know um wants to help out on so who knows um oh uh, we didn't talk about the scene where they're sneaking into the rebel camp to save <laughs> to save Rick Flag. That was pretty fucking funny. And uh, they're like being super stealthy at first, and it, but it's Bloodsport and Peacemaker, like taking turns, like doing like stealth doing kills. stealth kills, like stabbing and they slit his throat, and then they use a slingshot. Then they just start lighting people on fire, blasting that dude, dude with the, the dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see his dick. Yeah, and um. You, you know, and then they get in to see Rick Flag, and they're and he's like having tea. He's like having tea. He's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing here? Why didn't my men alert me?" It's like, "Oh, oh, we didn't, we didn't see him. <laughs> like murdered everyone, <laughs> murdered everyone in the camp. So good. I love that dark humor that James Gunn has. It's just, it's so funny, and he pulls it off so well. Where it's still like very lighthearted and fun, but it's also like terrible things are happening. You know." <laughs> Or the little jellyfish things that were like oh, attacked that were King, King Shark. Shark's friends. And they're like, friends? Do dumb friends? <laughs> and then they just, they have these like teeth and like sucking on I them. knew they were going to be bad as soon as yeah, I saw them. Like, of there's... course. They have to be. Uh, I, w- I wonder if those have like a um, like a history in DC. Comics. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know enough about DC to know whether they. Yeah. Well, I think what it comes down to is this movie ultimately succeeded where the first one failed. And I think there's a lot of reasons why. Um, but I think the main thing is they let the director do what he wanted and they, you know, they didn't take the story itself too seriously. You know what I mean? Like, I think that was a big problem with the first one was that there's aside from the Joker, but uh, yeah, well like the Joker would have been cool if he was a central part of the story. He had nothing to do with the story. Apparently, he had a bigger part, but it got cut. Right, exactly. And this is why I don't think... And then the Enchantress was stupid, because, like, she was on the team, but then she's off the team, and she's the threat, and then her brother, who they've never mentioned is the threat, it jumped around all over the place. Um, And there's all sorts of, like, bad edits and stuff in that Uh, movie. Yeah, for sure. The only scene that I did like, well, well, was when... uh, I forgot his name again. Uh, Not Bloodsport, fucking... Deadshot. Deadshot? No. Will Smith? Yeah. I want to... Deadshot. Well, so when he's like on top of the car and he's like shooting all those guys, like, oh, that scene was kind of cool. That, that scene was kind of cool, but he only did that one time. The rest of the time, he just punched people. <laughs> and also, I found and he never did trick shots. You know what I mean? Except for that first one where like they show him showing like, off and he does the ricochet. I wanted to see more of that kind of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? That was like his whole deal. 
Also, uh, you know, the one Latin dude in there they fucking killed off, which apparently was not in the original. He was supposed to survive. I'm like, dude, like, they fucking murdered him. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. It was a lot of... His design, though, when he got chaotic, that when he turned what, the big... That big was really demon. cool. That was cool, yeah. Um, Killer Croc was stupid. Very dumb. Yeah, he was just a blind bad actor design. with a skin, skin it was bad design. condition. And then, like, Harley Quinn was fine. But they obviously just used her to be a hot lady. When she was changing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then and then uh Katana was completely like completely useless. Like like this is Katana. I wouldn't piss her off. She st- her sword steals the souls of whoever it kills. Like, what? We had a ten minute music video intro for all these other people. I wanna find out more about Katana. Like, nope, you're gonna find out the least about her. Nope. And she she didn't have his back in this movie because he died. Yep. Yeah, so that was sad. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that the first one just had too many cooks in the kitchen, and that really led to the downfall of it. Um, and this one, they just let James Gunn do what James Gunn does best, and it just it just worked. So I'd be interested to have Taika Waititi do the third one. To watch him do something bloody would be cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he, if he would... I mean, he's covered some heavy stuff. I mean, Jojo Rabbit like had a lot of violence, but he didn't show a lot of blood. But that's true. God, Jojo Rabbit was so good. Was, very that was fucking. I love awesome. Scarlett Johansson so much. Um, but uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. And like you know, I, I don't think that James Gunn is the only one who could do it. I think a lot of people like Taika Waititi, um, or even like. I'd like to see maybe Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, yeah, yeah. I think he might be be a good one. Like, there's a lot of people out there who could make a good movie, Suicide Squad movie. Um, but, like, imagine, well, that's what happened with Edgar Wright. Remember, he was supposed to do Ant Man. Ant Man, and he couldn't. And he couldn't couldn't mesh with Marvel Studios. And like, and I'm sure they weren't like, like we said, they probably don't have a super heavy hand, but they probably have certain things you can and cannot do. The, from what I've read, it's like. Um he didn't want to make the changes that would have made sense in the overall universe. Right. So they were like, sorry, man. Like, you know, yeah, we have to have a little bit of that. Um, and so, but you know, when he's left to his own devices and can do whatever he wants, um, he makes great things. So, you know, maybe we'll see him in the future. He hasn't done anything in a while. I don't no, know. I think the Marvel thing, like brought Disney you Sour, know, soured it a little bit. You cross the mouse. You probably <laughs> other studios probably don't want to fuck with too much. I mean, baby driver was the last thing he did. Yeah. That one was great. It was great. I love it. Alrighty, so overall, I think Suicide Squad definitely wor- worth a watch. Go check it out; it's on HBO Max right now, um, and uh, ooh, also on HBO Max. Uh, Titan season three just started. I just too, started so. the first episode ooh, of season three. Of season three, nice. There's some good stuff that happens. I enjoy it. Um, so it seems like DC's starting to, you know, it's changing because before I used to say the DC shows were great and the movies would suck, but you know, the Suicide Squad hopefully. Maybe it'll be the one where they realize, oh, shit, All yeah. right, this is the way we got to do it. Yeah, I think, you know, they've definitely started hitting more often than they used to. They used to have a pretty bad track record, um, though I still stand by Man of Steel. I still think that was a good movie. Um, we'll see with this new Batman. We'll see what happens with the new Batman. Um, Suicide Squad was great. Um, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad was great. You're right. You're right. Which So what? was this like a soft reboot? Or because it's not no, Suicide Squad two. No, I mean that. Who knows what happened with that? But it's definitely a continuation, because Boomerang and Harley Quinn knew each other right. and they knew Flag, 
Um, and and they they knew the whole process of the putting the shit in the back of the head. And but stuff. I'm, like I'm wondering if it was a soft reboot, and it's like, well, we're not gonna say it is, but we're just gonna let people assume that the other one maybe, or like they could have just known each other from previous missions. I, I think I think what um, the, the way the Suicide Squad movie franchise should work is that every single movie should be its own standalone. I don't think there should be direct sequels. Because this was not a direct sequel, necessarily. You didn't have to know what happened in the last one. They went over enough so you know, like, oh, you know, they're bad guys that they use for good things. They put a bomb in their neck, and if they don't follow orders, they get blown up. Yeah. That was all established in this movie as well. So even if you never saw that other piece of crap, <laughs> you would have seen this movie, and you would, you would be caught up to speed. I think they should do that for every single one. And every mission should be a new, fun experience, you know, with new new bad guy characters that they pull out of like out of nowhere, like Javelin and um, uh, Peacemaker and stuff like that. You know, um, the characters shouldn't be like the pantheon of heroes like we have with the Justice League, right? Yeah. I think I think that's where this, that's how this movie series works, you know? I'd be, I'd be down for them to continue. You know, after watching the movie, I got excited because I remember there's a new, uh, I think, Rocksteady game that's coming out next year for Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide Squad. Squad Fight the Justice League? Yeah. I rewatched yeah. it. And I'm like, dude, I'm so excited. Dude, it about looks this. so good. It's so excited because it actually looks like they got the feel. I mean, I know the trailer came out before the James Gunn movie, but sure. it has that James Gunn feel to it. Right. Yeah. It, it seems like they really, you know, and I'm sure like early early cuts and and footage that they got from it, they're like, oh, this is probably going to be a good movie. You know, there's probably some people at Warner Brothers who still know what a good movie looks like. So, um, I'm excited. Yeah, I think that game's going to be great. Rocksteady games have all been amazing. So and then yeah. a smarter King Shark, you know. So yeah, smarter King Shark. I, I thought he was great though, as as a dummy. It was so fun, so fun. Let us know what you think. Uh, did you like the Suicide Squad, or did you think the first one was better? If you thought the first one was better, please don't leave a comment. You're a dumb person. <laughs> or do leave a comment and let us call you dumb. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will if you like that first movie. So what are we gonna title this? What'd you say? Uh, why women don't belong in the Suicide there Squad. We go. Well, you know, the only women in it were freaking, uh, uh, you know, Rackhead liabilities. Trick. You know, there was there was Harley Quinn, who they had to sidetrack the whole mission for. And then there's Waller, who tried to kill the hero. You know? Ratcatcher 2. Ratcatcher 2, who was asleep all the time. She's That's obviously fair. lazy. <laughs> they couldn't get Ratcatcher 1, the man, who they wanted. Oh, and uh, Polka Dot's mom, you know, evil. Polka Dot's mom obviously abused him. Abused child him, abusers. But yeah. gave him... What was it? A cosmic diseases, you know, yeah. just on the children. Yeah, she worked at um, Star Labs. Star Labs, yeah. It's a cool sound that's going off. Anyway, um, those are the, the gnats fucking. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I think this movie was awesome. Let us know what you think down in the comments. We do read all of those comments, so let us know. Um, and make sure you check out nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. That's where all of our Instagram, Facebook info is, um, as well as you can buy our tea. I think it's still up there. Hopefully that still works. Yeah. We haven't talked to Plum Deluxe in a while, but. <laughs> we should hit him up. We should hit him up and be like, hey, are you still baking it? We hope so. <laughs> um, or you can go to patreon.com slash friends. That's where you can become one of our patrons, become part of our suicide squad, even though we don't. We We're don't not going to put bombs in Yeah, you. we don't have those hard and strict rules. We're just more of like a fun group of people who like to hang out together. Um, Patreon.com slash nerds with friends to support us. We do appreciate it. And thank you to our patrons who make this show possible. We love you. And your names are floating up to heaven. All right, Christian, 
was fun having you back. Yeah. Was, Disneyland was fun, but this is more fun. Yeah, definitely. And uh, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.